Hi, I'm Ryan. I'll be playing Gashana, the Emulator. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid, the Mage. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Rao, the Battlemaster. Hello, I'm JD. I'm your Dungeon Master for this game. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. We just left off with the three of you having acquired the book, which is a key to entering the dimension itself. You had killed some guards and gotten away on the boat. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to undertake a perilous journey. Importantly, I think we'll get to the roll in a little bit because what really matters is when you get there. But in the meantime, I'm going to have each of you say some landmark or formation or something noteworthy that you passed by on your journey from the lighthouse where you just were to the riverlands, which the dimension dwells within. So just to get an idea, the lighthouse was next to like a the sea, right? And so we basically tracked up and or down the coast and then came into the, and then are sailing into the riverlands. You would have probably followed the river up until it was too small for you to actually keep on the boat. And then you would have left the boat and you would have had to travel overland the rest of the way. The river does not connect to the riverlands. The lighthouse is quite a, quite a distance from these ultimate riverlands that you're getting to. But you definitely could have taken the boat along the coast until you found a river and then gone more inland. Because obviously that's the easy way to do it. So we're traveling up a river. This is post that. Oh, this is when we're on foot? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah it's a longer journey than that. And you can add whatever like flourishes or descriptions you want to to what you know how you guys are passing through these landmarks as well so i think one of the things that we saw were when we got into the walking section of the journey we passed think like giant growths out of the ground of different flowers and green growth and maybe even like bark that's in there but they weren't like trees so much as it seemed like the earth itself had like risen up and been shaped and i think the weird thing about it is that it's not utilitarian it's not how something would grow just straight up like they have just weird arm growths out and some of them look like they're almost reaching towards each other in that kind of like impressionistic way if you looked at clouds kind of they seem to imply a kind of connectedness between these weird kind of growths i imagine they vary in size like a couple of them are short like little like six feet ten feet but there are ones that are like 30 feet just straight up and curving over to the side yeah i think at some point uh as we're traveling through we come upon this acropolis that it's surrounded by sort of the the ruins of like a small town but the the acropolis itself is still whole and in place of like what would normally just be pillars holding the ceiling up it's statues of cyclopses holding up the roof this doesn't work like i think it does i imagined we passed through some great tall bluffs completely beset with purple stones that the wind catches as it blows through and it all whistles and it always sounds like someone's talking to you right over your shoulder sweet the last night you guys have come out of that bluff and you know that you are getting close to the Riverlands. 
but I want to give you guys the time to have like a character scene. So I would say that like you guys have maybe made camp and are settled somewhere nearby that area. And you're about to begin the last leg of your journey the next day. First off, is it okay if I get rid of my minus one to my cast a spell that I got? Yeah, yeah. Had time to clear my yes, head? Yes, absolutely. I'm probably not sick then by that same token. It points back to... Full is fine. Cool. Rao? Omnid? I'm sorry if I've been particularly curt with you lately. I don't think that you're used to this kind of travel, so I, I didn't actually give it much thought. The travel does not bother me. It is actually good, I think, to keep moving. It makes me feel grounded. But there is something I haven't been able to get off of my mind. When we made it to the top of the tower, and we were beset by that bird, you just rushed in, without a plan, with no care for yourself or the mission. Now, I have told you before that I am willing to trust you with not just my life, but the life of all of us in this mission. I hope that you will not endanger yourself, because losing you... We lose the cartographer. Rao looks at Omid and turns and looks at Gashana. I think we're all sitting around a fire, right? Truthfully, I was embarrassed. Both of you had put so much trust in me, in my plan. And all it had gotten was, well, everything had gone wrong. We had to crawl through shit to get into the tower. I don't believe crawling through shit is that high on my list of things that I won't deal with. However, you stupidly... Running into a squawking creature that could eviscerate you at any second with its talons does make me question your judgment. And if you are willing to be emotional at such a time, I think he kind of like tra- he trails off, but the implication of that ellipsis. Perhaps he had need to be emotional. Cannot be easy for a commander to see his plans crumble to ash around him. Omid is right, Gashana. I need to have plans for my plans. I can be reactive, I can plan on the fly, but I need to recognize that I have a place here as well as either of you, and I am not expendable. None of us are. I suppose now's as good a time as any to bring up the fact that, well, Kashana, you can't keep hurting us in battle. If I can't trust my back to you, then we can't keep going. My magic is unpredictable, I will admit that, and I will do better in the future. To control myself. But stand in front of us. Not because I don't trust you. If you don't trust your magic, then I won't either. Very well. Until I prove to you otherwise, I shall keep my fire to the front. Are we like, how far are, are we from like the, the river lands? Like a few You know days? that you should be reaching it soon. Within a couple more days. This is the last leg of our journey, friends. And then we can have all that we need. There is much to look forward to. What do you intend to do, Omid, with the knowledge you gain in this wizard sanctum? My hope is that Ypsilanti will have knowledge of how to contain what is happening to me. Perhaps even total control. But, alas, this is only a hope. We have gone through so much, I have to hold on to it. My people have many tales of Ypsilanti. From what I know of him, he should be able to help you. He should be able to help all of us. You guys good with that? Yeah. Any yeah. other flags you guys want to hit? Did you want yours pushed forward a little more, Zach? We can rest it there for that one. Let's yeah, not, not dive into it too hard. Yeah. Okay. We just kind of do a time lapse of the fire burning down and you guys like crawling under whatever covering you have found for the night. So let's go ahead and do Undertake a Peerless Journey. The rolls are the same. I'm modifying things just ever so slightly. 
but it won't be a big deal. I'll just tell you about that when, once it matters. But go ahead and choose the normal three rolls and do your rolls. Rao will be the trailblazer. I can scout since I'm used to hunting and stuff. Yeah, that sounds good. And that leaves me with the quartermaster. I got an 11 to scout. I got an 8 to the quartermaster. And I got a 5 to trailblazing. Scout, go ahead and read me your your 10 plus result just so the audience is all clued in. On a 10 plus, the scout will spot any trouble quick enough to let you get the drop on it. And then trailblazer, read me yours. So this is Rao. Do you mean to read? Just your failure. Just the failure. It doesn't say anything for the failure. No, the failure is open. Does it not? No. It says stuff for the seven through nine. Oh, well, whatever. Okay, that <laughs> makes sense. That's fine. Yeah. This whole journey took you guys longer than you hoped it was going to. And then, so, Omid. Now, normally on the seven through nine, it's like on the quartermaster, it's like you consumed just as many rations as you expected, and that's boring, and I don't give a shit about rations. So, here's what it is. You're the one who spent the most time with like the shit that you guys were carrying, but most importantly, you had the book that you just got. Most of it is gibberish in a language that you can't really read because this is old <laughs> um it also doesn't the flute that part doesn't seem to work at all so you don't know what that's about but scrawled on one of the random pages was this the path split in infinite arrangement tarries in veiled obliquity therefore emerging flushed weary from hexatic ascent that's what you get on the seven through nine <laughs> so basically man you've spent some time with this book and if you guys have rations, I don't care. Don't mark any off. Don't <laughs> even forget that they are on your character sheet. Unless you decide to use them for feeding the snails or whatever. So because this journey took you guys longer than you expected, somewhere else, unbeknownst to your characters, we see a canopic jar. And that appears finely detailed in the form of a hawk or a bird of prey of some sort. A figure with sharpened nails holds on to it and lifts the lid off. Inside, we see the still beating heart of Omid. The figure like leans into the camera. You can't see their entire face, just their nose and mouth. And he takes and then smiles and his teeth are sharpened as well. I thought he was going to bite into it like an apple. Yeah. Nope. You guys need to stop failing rolls. Apparently, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, Gashana, you have emerged from kind of a wooded copse into the meadow of the Riverlands. So this is essentially a, a grassland um, with some light trees scattered about, especially along rivers, with many, many rivers like braided throughout it. As you're going... You guys begin making your way in. You're leading the path through. You know that you're getting closer. You know that somewhere within this domain is Ypsilanti's home. You come across a place of burial marked by like a cairn, right? A pile of stones. They've clearly been taken care of uh, in a ritual manner along one of these riverbanks. As you come up and are examining it, a face seems to peer out from the river from underneath the water before it fades away you know that you're going to encounter some trouble so what do you do am i close enough to omid and rao to 
get word to them. You'll have to like hike back just a little ways. Like you're you're a little bit up from them, but I mean you're within easy walking distance. Okay. I hike back to where the two of you are. Rao, come here and keep your voice down. Round nods and you, do you are you just gonna show me what you? Yeah, I just tell you what I saw. Okay. I think we can sneak through without arousing any suspicion, but it's it's up to you. It could mean trouble if we bring down the wrath of an entire tribe upon us. We've already run into enough trouble. I think we keep our head down, move cautiously. We should be able to do this. I think that's the best course of action. We've lost a lot of time already. I agree. I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to look for like trail signs that they would leave for each other, or I guess they can move through the water, right? Although not that you guys know that necessarily, right? Right. So yeah, I'm going to look for like signs of passing or like a safe path through. Sure. I'll just give you a discern realities on this, I think. Six. So it begins. God damn it. <laughs> Gashana, you come to a wide, slow moving river. There appears to be no clear and easy way within sight of getting across it. I assume you've led the party this far through things? Yeah. Basically, you guys have waded across or stepped across a couple of small rivulets, essentially, and this is the first real full-sized river you have come to. What do you do? We have to cross here. Does it look too deep to wade? It's quite deep. Yeah. And it doesn't look particularly fast, but... It's a a river. It's It's a a river. river. Yeah. 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 Across it, you see a deer moving through the grass. I'm not a particularly adept swimmer. I don't know about the two of you. I've done a little, but not very good myself. Omid? I have a fine hand at swimming. If both of you are not fully assured of your abilities in the water, perhaps we should tie each other together so that we can work as one. Could we anchor a rope on either side of the river? If you feel confident in your swimming abilities, then you could carry one end and we could tie the other end off here. That seems like it might be the best. Rao gets the rope out of his pack from before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tie one end around Omid. And, J.D., is there something around here I could tie the other end to, probably? like There's a, there's trees like close to this river. Okay, yeah, we'll tie it to a, to a, a tree nearby. Cool. And Omid, are you heading across? Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and give me a Defy Danger plus Con. It's going to be an 11. Cool. He is, in fact, a good swimmer. <laughs> you feel like something about halfway through like gets tangled. It must be some sort of grass under there. And you make it across. Like on my feet? Is yeah, that you mean? you're able to just kind of kick out of it. Hmm. Omid gets across undoes the loop around his waist and looks for a tree to tie it to on the other side and signals for them to come. He like yanks on it too, as if to indicate like, I'll help you. I mean, I can help pull you if you start going under or something. Gashana, go ahead. Gashana goes down and starts like hand by hand working her way across this rope. Cool. You get to the middle and a tentacle of water comes out and grabs you and yanks you off of the rope. 
in a tremendous splash. That's your failed role from earlier. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, how can I put the most fictional obstacles in between? No, I liked it, but there is no stopping me. <laughs> <laughs> so Gashana just gets pulled underwater. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to dive in after. Yep. Love it. Are you both going? <laughs> Shit. Is Omid going to go and try to save me? I think Omid, uh, Omid's diving in too. Fuck. <laughs> well, because Omid's worried that neither of you can swim. So is the line taut? Did we keep both tied and you were like shimmying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So I imagine then I'm just like running with it over my shoulder and it's like in my offhand as I'm just kind of like running with the rope there. And I'm just going to try and swim and try and like keep it keep it within arm's reach as I try and get out there. You won't be able to do that. Okay. Otherwise, like if you could hold onto it when a whole body was hanging onto it, you would have sagged into the water anyway. Yeah. And you guys were trying to stay up above the water, right? That's what I was picturing. I actually thought we were doing the whole like like waist in the water and. and oh, I thought yeah. I thought that you were crawling but, across yeah. like hand in hand and then leg and leg, right? Oh, shimmying across that way. But either way, I, I mean, mean, yeah, well, it, it doesn't change anything up to this point. Right. Right. Just, yeah, I wouldn't right. have even needed a thing to come out and grab you. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's that's fine. I just didn't know you were afraid of water. Terrified of water. In that case, yeah, I think Omid is diving in. Cool. How about the two of you both give me a defied engine plus con as well? Okay. Just of swimming and trying to get to him. Cool. Or her, rather. I got an eight. I got a four. Okay. I think you're both probably able to make it over. And despite Gashana's thrashing, whatever had reached up to grab her seems untethered. But by the time you guys kind of get under the water and, and grab her and are drifting, you know, you're drifting downriver as all of this is occurring, of course. Suddenly along the banks, as you like kind of splash up above the surface again, there are humanoid figures with long, wavy hair. Most of them have it um, totally loose and like kind of flowing and, you know, down to their waist. They're holding clubs or axes and spears that appear to be made of bone. They are burying their teeth, shouting unintelligibly at you. A couple of them throw bones in at you, and they kind of like clatter into the water around you. What do you guys do? So they're on the banks, or they right? Yes, okay. they are on the banks, and as you guys kind of pass by, they will jump into the water, and then more will jump out further downstream. So we're kind of being carried down over by this current, yep. more or less. Are these humans? Yes, they're humans. Okay, but not developed humans hold on to me so i want to i want to i have i imagine already gashana in in hand or at the very least we've reached her as we're getting carried down so i want to grab onto her clothing and i want to grab at some like a root or something that is along the bank if you'll allow me that yeah they're gonna be i'm cool with you grabbing it there's i mean there's Oh, I mean, There's you can bad guys there. We're gonna we're, we can't fight them in the water. We got to get out of the water. Is mm. mostly what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying. I want to try to pull us up onto land. Okay, give me a defy danger plus strength to pull the party out of the water and onto land. It's an eight. You can do this, but there's one of them. There is definitely gonna hit you on the arm. So you're either letting go to not get hit or. He's hitting you, and you're pulling the party up. Yeah, he hits me. I'll pull us up. Bonk. Roll 2d6. 
Take the lowest. Boom. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's about as good as that can go. A one and a two. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't take any damage. I got he, I've got uh, armor on mine. Yeah, it probably just it, the the bone club like bounces right off, or maybe even like it cracks. Like it was a weak piece of bone. Uh, it yells and spittle gets all over you though. Gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, you guys are officially on the bank. It's eroded by floodwater, so you're kind of in a in a shallow area. This one is down here. Most of them are up along the height of things. Mm-hmm. So there's one down here that you have to deal with. But he doesn't have. Well, he kind of has like a pointy piece of bone now. So maybe it's kind of a bone knife, but not a very good one. I think you guys probably get up before I do if I'm lugging us all onto shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'll pull out that short sword that I took. Yeah. And brandish it at him. I think trying to intimidate more than anything because he's just got this little knife. So I've got this bigger weapon. Give me a defy danger plus charisma. It's going to be a seven. I think that it backs up a little ways and like throws its bone knife at you and it just bunk <laughs> like because it's not who cares yeah. but then a couple more are going to hop down on either side of you guys you're surrounded in a way so hopping down yeah yeah because they're up in that so like the river has its channel that it runs through but then like there's a wide like a bigger expanse from where it floods and it erodes things i follow now yeah you yep. mentioned that i just didn't i just didn't pick yep. okay I'm, I'm on the same page now. so you guys are kind of on the shallow if it had been a slightly rainier season this would all be filled up but it hasn't been I'm going to summon my burning brand. Cool, do it. Ten. So you have three hold, right? Yep, and I'm going to or pick... three uses, whatever. Plus one damage, and I'm going to remove the dangerous tag because of the, the talk uh, Rao and I had. Right. Yeah, I'm learning. Cool. All right, so it's still touch only, right? Yeah. Yep. So what does this what does this look like when it's touch only? I'm, I like, assumed it was like uh oh, I'm trying to think of a better. Cause you still have the manacle, right? Is that where? This yeah, is that's the focus. It's like yeah, it's like the her the way she focuses. Does it like make fun. like a I assume, gauntlet of flame, sort of like a glow yeah, of fire yeah. or something? Or I was thinking kind of like the uh, psi knife or whatever, for, or the soul knife, whatever from like three five. It's not good. Yes, it looks just <laughs> like a gauntlet, pretty much. <laughs> Great. Love it. Cool. So you have this like glowing gauntlet of fire. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do with that? I think that this human creature isn't cool with that. And they, they're kind of the ones who are closest to you kind of back away cautiously a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like they're still around you guys, but they don't they don't like your magic business. Is the one that just attacked Rao still like kind of close? Yeah. Can I decipher any part of like the language that they're using? They're not using a language. They're they're howling. They're, oh, okay. they're like bane. These are animalistic grunts. And okay, yeah. Well, then I'm just going to punch the one who just attacked Rao. Sweet, give me a hack and slash. That is an eleven. Fantastic. Roll your damage. Seven. Yeah, you kill the shit out of this thing. What does that look like? I think I just like punch him in the chest, and it leaves like a glowing crater in the center of his chest. Uh, that's great. Uh, Rao, I want to come back to you because you were just coming out of the water last, right? Yeah. Kinda probably as that all's happening. Yeah, they like crawled over me to get on land and I'm just getting up now. I'm going to begin moving toward, there's a group of them coming down now or just maybe one or two more? There's uh, there's probably, well, now there's like four kind of. So the one that died and then there's probably two more on the other side of you. Plus there's still ones like shouting and hurling things ineffectually from the upper banks. How high up are the upper banks? Like 
you'll be able to scramble up them, but they're, I mean, they're taller than, than like you could just step onto. Plus, I mean, there's plenty of like trees and stuff to grab onto, like as you're kind of climbing up them. So it's just going to take a little bit of time. Gotcha. I'm going to take out my bill hook and kind of just brandish it at them and step forward and prod at them and try to drive them back and hopefully create enough space that these two can, can run up the bank. Yeah, give me a defy danger plus strength, I think. Is that cool? cool? That's cool with me, yeah. That's an eight. You guys are going to have enough time to scramble up if you want to make use of that. Because I think what happens is as you're prodding them, they're kind of backing up and you're trying to push them forward, right? One of them is actually going to grab the back of the bill hook, and you guys have to struggle a little bit. And you're able to like get it free... Um, but I think while that happens, the other one's going to like run in at you. So you guys could either defend Rao or scramble up the banks. I will defend Rao. How? I already have the sword brandished. I'm going to dive and try and shoulder, like shoulder check him away. Give me a defy danger plus strength. That's a seven. All right. It hits you instead. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, actually, no, this is way better. You, you tackle into it. And then I think you both tumble into the water. Mm that's what happens. The bank like falls out from under you, right? And you kind of fall into the river again. And you begin drifting downriver. However, you prevented Rao from being attacked. Rao, you still have this other one who's kind of like grabbing on. You can you can just pry your bill hook back. You have control of it again. Gushana, you punched one in the chest. You're probably, I assume there's the other two behind you guys that you would probably have ended up facing, but mm-hmm. you can tell me how you guys are dealing with it. So there's these two that I've turned to face. And I'm just sort of gesturing at my, like, fire-burning hand mm-hmm. and making threatening gestures towards them and trying to just get them to run away. Yeah. Okay. They definitely don't like it. So I think I will give you a Defy Danger plus Charisma for that. Six. I think that they actually might run off, but what happens is a surge of water smashes you up against the side of this wall. And as that wave kind of like recedes, standing there is a figure who looks much like them, but is clad entirely in a robe of fish bones. They hold a rattle in their hand. Hell yeah. Go ahead and take a D8 of damage. It's going to ignore armor. I don't even know if you have any. I don't know. Okay. Five. But when damage is odd, I get to roll a D4. Three. I'm going to add that many uses to my burning brand. So I have five uses of it right now. Okay, cool. I'm going to cut back over to Rao. So the way I'm I'm seeing this scene is between me and Omid, who's getting washed down river, uh-huh. is, this, is this scene with Gashana and Fishbone Knight. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to change tactics to an aggressive tactic, and I'm, so I'm going to level my spirit him. And I'm gonna have to roll for that in a second. I'm just setting the setting the scene. Cool. I can lower my spear at him, and I'm gonna I'm gonna charge him. All right. So roll to change tactics. Okay, that's a ten. Great. So that just means that you just do that, right? Yep. I just go Perfect. back to that new tactic, and then Perfect. hack and slash. I love it. So that's a six, but because I'm in the aggressive tactic now, I can. I'm actually gonna spend one gamut to make that a seven. Let's just do that. That'll simplify this a little bit. Okay. And so I'll we'll trade damage. Yeah, that sounds good. Or whatever you want to do. But nope, I think that's actually perfect because I think right as you're you're gonna get this guy, uh, go and roll your damage for it. Five, five damage. Uh, yeah, so he's dead. But as as he, you like stab him and he just like in defiantly like hurls uh, this bone club at you, you're gonna take worst of two d six damage. 
three damage. I take two after armor. Cool. Omid, you are beset by random bones clattering into the water around you. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. However, um, this person that uh, you knocked into the water has seemingly disappeared. I, am I, I'm, I'm not too deep into the water. Am I still like... I mean, you're being carried downstream. So okay, so I, it's we got deep in. Okay, so this this river like has a huge steep drop yes. off really yeah, yeah, quickly yep, yep. in underwater. Okay, is there a similar type of thing where I can find a, a bank to quickly grasp onto, so, like a root or something? Yeah, I'm gonna be cool with that. Go ahead and just do a defy danger plus strength, I think, to grab it, and we'll see how this goes. Uh, is it five? You're going to yourself up onto the bank mm-hmm. but are quickly beset upon by a few of these creatures hopping down to meet you what do you do how many of them are there i'm gonna say four fuck yeah that sucks <laughs> and you are totally separated from the group omid's going to pull out that short sword again he kind of starts spinning it around in his hands like trying to make his area uh, like sweeping kind of motions he knows he can't win this fight. Is there like an opening that I could try and take advantage of? Like, how are they formed? Right there, I don't. I don't I imagine There's they're like two on each side of you, though. But yeah, 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 yeah. They're kind of like spread out. Is there like a a place I could try it? I mean, you could try to scramble up the bank, mm. like that last part of the bank that's next to you. So yeah, going up. Yep. I think as I, I'm I'm doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep kind of twirling this this short sword in front of me trying to let i think keeping their their attention on it because they're they're smart enough to know it's a we- it's a weapon it's dangerous right and trying to kind of like keep my keep my threat level non-static as i get to the bank up and then i'm gonna like just kind of <laughs> scramble up as fast as i can maybe with a, a big flourish of the the sword over my head and like re- arcing it out as far as it'll go to try and again brush them back because i imagine they're just like outside of the the reach of it yeah it's kind of that like kung fu fight movie scene where they're like oh one of us is gonna oh who's gonna yeah, try to take yeah, him on yeah, yeah. And you're trying to keep him out of range that's great uh give me a defy danger plus dex to scramble up this cliff i think cool. especially since you're like throwing your sword around cool mm. six. Ooh, so close Ooh. I mean, I'm rolling my two worst stats. I should be looking at things and reading things. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cut away. We'll come back to you. Cool. So I'm going to cut back over to Gashana and Rao. What are you two doing? I'm like kicking the body of this guy off the end of my spear. Yes. Get farther downriver. We have to get Omid. So this guy in the robe, is he like downhill from me? No. He's the oh, guy. He's the guy. I'm just kicking off the end of my spear. No, no. Oh wait, what? Guy oh, we're on like the same plane because I got smashed into that wall. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the guy who yeah came out with the last water splash that smashed Gashana up against the wall and is wearing a robe of fish bones. Okay, there's a, this is not the same guy I just stabbed. No, the guy that you just stabbed was a was just a, just some the, jabroni. Yeah, just gotcha. a jabroni. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I have them written down as troglodytes, so from now on, I'm just going to call them troglodytes. Great. I mean, my weapon isn't exactly like a subtle one. It's too, like... You don't say. Yeah. I'm going to charge at this guy. And, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to try to, like, fucking touch his face. Touch his stuff with my hand. <laughs> Give me a hack and slash. 
Lord. That's a five. <laughs> Your hand smashes into this guy's face, and the air steams as the watery form recoalesces and forms the head again. He shakes his rattle, and the river sweeps up along the bank and collapses part of it in like a mudslide, which is potentially going to bury the two of you. Since you're on that same bank, Rao, what do you two do? So the way I'm picturing this, just just because... So I'm a little farther back. There's the two of them, which is to say Gashana and and Fishbone Cape Dude. Yeah. That's how he's in my notes. And then farther, just way farther downriver is Omid, right? Yes. Omid, you're not affected by this. Great. You have your own problems. <laughs> but there's but there's like a big mudslide coming down on top, like about to come down. Yeah, on it's top essentially pulling the land, the bank up above you guys down on you in a muddy torrent. I just like weaponizing erosion. Gashana's going to gonna start climbing a tree. All right. Try to get up above the... I th- Yeah, I think because you're doing it quickly, probably to fight Egypt plus Dex. Because it feels like you would need to be nimble to like grab the yeah, right branches. Yeah. It's an eight. Perfect. We'll get to the result of that in a second. Rao? Are there still people behind me? Are these guys still behind me? Upriver? Or... Oh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like, well, I'm gonna back. Right. I'm gonna switch tactics to a cautious tactic, and I'm gonna run back. Okay, I think you can do that. They're not gonna be directly blocking your path, so you would still be able to do that. Okay, yep. I like gonna, it. I'm gonna switch tactics. Okay, give me a roll for that. So that's a twelve. So nice. I am in that tactic. Okay. And I wanna, I wanna run back up river to get away from this mudslide. Okay, give me a Defy Danger plus Strength. Yeah, that's an eight. Here's how this is going to go down. Gashana, you make it most of the way up, but I think in this torrent, as the water's like passing through it, your legs are caught in mud. Cool. But you are otherwise unharmed and unburied and unsuffocated. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Rao, you're running up and you are able to speed away quickly enough and then the uh watery figure of this fishbone cape man appears in between you and gashana is that cool that is so we're separated yeah dope Amid, we're back to you you just got cracked in the temple by one of these marks stunned ow yeah this bone just clocks you across the head so it cracks me in the head as I was trying to scramble up. Yeah, they probably actually just side. threw one of the one of the bones at you and it just hit you. Yeah, and it it dazes me a little bit, but I I immediately get back on the defensive. Pull that sword back out and start whipping it again. Uh but I'm going to take a a more aggressive stance now. It seems that I might not be able to get away. So, I begin swinging it over my head and then around and slowly you see uh, my other hand clasp on top, uh, so I'm holding the sword with two hands uh, and swinging it as one for a moment, whipping it through the air, and then they break apart, 
and I've got a like a, a, a if I if I roll well, that's why I'm going for a fucking shadow sword. Okay, I'm into that. My only question is like the so there's like the doing something obvious, louder obvious. Is that right? That's your other. Uh, being louder, obvious. Yeah, yes. I guess I don't want to hinder that too much. I'm super into a shadow sword, so maybe I just roll with it because it's really cool. Yeah, it has a dance with shadows aspect to right. it, and like, mm-hmm. but it's like the, the yeah. I, there's like I the think loud and obvious would be more like you can't make things like explode or sure. like yeah, like do a big like showy thing with I shadows. I can't do I can't yeah, do like a, yeah, a scary monster and okay. stuff like that. I'm cool with that. I just mostly wanted to start to try to delineate, figure out where that line is. Go ahead and cast a spell, my friend. How did we do it with uh, Silic? I don't remember. Well, Silic didn't have that problem. I didn't Silic um, do black magic for like making swords or stuff. Oh no, this no, he's just casting a spell. What this is going to do is fictionally give you the ability to fight two of them at once, basically, right? That's what you're going for. Uh, if that's the case as well, I could. I was I was aiming towards black magic because also it has the two targets on it as well. Oh, I see what you're saying. This is kind of my one offensive spell that I had kind of I had kind of thought for black magic in the way that it's like. If I'm actually fighting something that's fighting back. I think if you're going to try to cast black magic, you're just casting black magic. Like, why go through this song and dance and have to pretend like you have a sword? You don't. You can just hurt somebody. Does that make sense? I guess at a certain point, I'm just not... I'm... Why would you do that when you can just fling the sword shadow at them? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. You got to think more magically other than like, I'm going to make another sword. Why? You're not good with swords. Don't. All right. I thought you were just going to be like, I need to be able to fight two of them at once. I need two weapons. I'm going to have two weapons, yeah. which was cool. But I think if you're just going for black magic, you should just go for black magic. Okay. So tell me what that looks like. Yeah. You see you see the sword like whipping around his head and eventually he like he puts a foot forward, finally lands the sword over his head so that's pointing like a scorpion's tail. You just see him kind of grab down at the sword's shadow. He's basically going to pick it up with his backhand and throw the shadow of the sword at one of them. Yeah, that's tight. Roll black magic. That currently is nine plus one is ten. Cool. Uh, Cool. So black magic, I'm sure you guys are familiar with this if you listen to our podcast, but I'll do this for any first timers who might be picking up here. When you weave a spell to inflict pain, choose two tags and roll plus intelligence. If you do not pick any range tag, the range tag defaults to hand. On a hit, deal 1d8. Uh, 7 through 9, I would choose one, but I rolled a 10 plus. So I'm choosing near. I think piercing. Piercing? Is it piercing 1? Yeah. Cool. Go ahead and roll your damage for me. <laughs> 2. 2 damage. Ah! What does this look like when it hits him? It's not going to kill him. No, yeah. The camera would follow the shadow in that quick overhead view. And then as it as it came up, you would just see like a gash as if it was there. But you just see kind of like the flesh like open up and just like start start pooling out blood from probably like, you know, the side hip area because it didn't quite. I was going for the chest, but I haven't done this in a while. Cool. I'm going to cut back up the river. So, Gashana, you are currently stuck in the mud. Can I still see this guy with the the bone robe, dude? You can. However, now there's a very easy ramp of dirt or like, you know, slowly drying mud from this bank 
and some of these troglodytes are coming at you. I'm gonna see two of them. So, is there like a tree branch or something that I could grab up above my head? Well, you were climbing a tree, so yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna grab that branch and draw, like, pull my legs out of the mud. Give me a defy danger plus strength, just to mostly see how quickly this goes. Six. Right as you pull yourself out of this, you are also cracked across the back of the head. Mark stunned. But I get my legs free? Yeah, your legs are free. Okay. Rao. This, uh, we'll call him what he is. The shaman starts rattling his rattle. His bone rattle. It's like an eerie, uh, like bamboo wind chime. That's kind of what it sounds like. You guys have ever heard those? Or like the wooden mm-hmm. wind chimes? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. More clacking than rattling, really. I level my bill hook at him and begin slowly moving toward him. I'm going to feign one direction and then try to get my the hook, part of the bill hook, under his leg, behind his leg, and trip him. Does that make sense? So, yeah. So yeah, instead, of of, instead of like stabbing at him like he probably thought I was going to do, I'm going to stab past him and bring it back. Sure. Give me a defy danger plus strength because it seems like you're not really going for damage here. Yeah, I don't think I don't have forceful or anything either, so. Right. It's a 10. Nice. You're just trying to trip him? Yeah. Yeah, he trips and lands hard on the on the dirt uh with a rattle of bones. Uh cool. So I'm going to bring my spear back forward and I'm going to slash at him now that he's on the ground. Just go ahead and roll your damage for that, I think. Cool. Six. Nice. You cut him open, I guess, across the chest, right? That's kind of what you were going for? Yeah. Um, pretty deep. It starts uh, gushing out. But he um, like sits up kind of defiantly and starts getting to his feet. Kashana, these two are pretty much on you. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I think one goes to, to swing at me, and I'm going to catch with one, my, like, catch his wrist and just try to burn his hand enough to get him to drop his weapon. Yeah. Uh, give me a hack and slash. I'm assuming you're going for, right? Yeah. Cool. That is an eight. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. It's four damage. Okay. You're going to just burn this thing's hand off. This troglodyte's hand, like this arm off. Mm hmm letting out a howl, but because it takes time for you to do this, you're going to get struck by the other one with his uh, bone axe. Yeah. And take a worst of uh, 2d6. And because you've been left open, you're still going to take the plus one because you're fighting two of them. That's three damage. There you go. I'm going to reduce the damage by one. Okay, cool. Omid. So that one that took the hit, I imagine it was gushing blood. How are they reacting to what just happened there? Like, I mean, they're they freaked charging? out because they don't, but they also like they don't know aren't exactly. smart enough to understand magic, but they're also afraid of it. But since your your magic isn't necessarily super obvious, so yeah, no, like, that's what I was thinking. I was that's that's weird, but uh, get him. <laughs> Except they don't say any of that; they just go. Burr. This is starting to get a little bit desperate for a mead. They remain cautious of you, yeah, but they still want to murder you. I can't lower my defenses. How far away from? The others am I. You are out of sight completely. You're around a corner. 
Like you're around a bend yeah. in the river at this point. Is there anything else around me I can use to my advantage? I mean, it's four on one. I need I need some. I need to fit, formulate oh. a plan. If you want to discern realities, I'll give you a discern realities. I don't think I'm gonna give you anything super obvious just yet. Okay, cool. I'll do it. Other than what you've already seen, of course. It's a seven. Woo! One question. Yeah, what here is useful or valuable to me? All right, I have maybe a thought. Let me know if this works for you or not. Okay. Like What I'm picturing is that these big trees that have grown by the river, which is basically the only place in this area that grows big trees, yeah. has a root that juts out from the bank, which it's sitting up on, like that high bank, and it juts all the way down, curves down, it goes behind them, and then curves down kind of into the water uh, like by you. Yeah. So you'd have to run around them. Yep. But it at least gives you a route to do so rather than climbing straight up the up the bank. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm into that. I think that's a cool scene. I'm going to continue to keep swinging this this sword around and as I get towards that route finally, I'm hoping that they are smart enough to see this. I do the same pose like that scorpion stance, hoping that they recognize just like the gesture and then like give it give them you know the the eye the angry eyes and then i just fucking turn and like try and just nimbly I'm get up super this. into that yeah. defy digital plus charisma uh. please please yes a 10 yeah so you hit your scorpion pose and they like shirk back uh and try to like they even probably turn and run like a couple feet right before turning back around to like kind of face where you would be and so uh by that point you're already halfway up that tree route and <laughs> And up on the bank, essentially. Oh, thank you. All right, Rao, this shaman has stood up uh, in defiance of you. He begins rattling his his bones. What do you do? I'm going to switch to a reckless tactic. Love then, it. And then I'm going to fuck him up. He's lifting a trembling finger at you. Hell yes, that's a 10. You're so I'm very reckless. Let's I'm, do it. I'm very reckless, and I'm going to try to take his head off. I love it. Hack and slash. I'm going to spend two gambit and make this a seven. Nice. <laughs> Does it? Uh, oh, I actually have a question here. Does it let you spend one for one in perpetuity? I believe it says so. Let me, okay. let me double check. Multiple gambits can be used and the effects stack. There it yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I knew that. I remember the stacking because I was like, oh, that's cool. You really yeah, I just couldn't remember. But yeah, cool. I'm into it. So I've been kind of trying to goad this guy into into just giving me an opening. And I think that I'm like, this guy is probably magic. <laughs> he'll probably point at me sometime soon or you know, you know like i right. he's obviously not a fighter in the in the direct sense so i was waiting for him to to make the first move and now i'm gonna i'm gonna hurt him real bad yeah that's great go ahead and roll your damage since i'm reckless i do an additional d4 nice. that's nine damage nice Ooh. you are going to kill this shaman please tell me what that looks like yeah, so I think as I've mentioned before, when I'm in this this sort of reckless stance is how I think of it. I'm holding the this spear at its maximum range, and so I'm like bringing out, I like crack him on the side of the head with the haft, and then I just pull it in and just take his head off. This rules. So what happens is you cut his head off, and his body is still standing there for a for a moment. Gushing out from his neck is a big like 
form of a water serpent and it bites down on you and it like dissipates like waves going over you. But you are going to take that last uh, D8 of damage. D8, and since I'm reckless, I take an additional D4 as well. Woof. Cool. Class is cool, great. though. Yeah. Class is great. <laughs> yeah. It's really neat. Also, I just love this scene. I really yeah, do, this too. Is a good scene. <laughs> Ouchies. God damn. It's fucking 10 damage. That hurts. Well, big... If there's one thing I've learned, it's the big water snakes hurt. <laughs> I think also it's just that thing where it's like, you cut his head off. You didn't expect a water snake to pop out of it. So yeah. it probably got all of you. Is is uh, armor going to apply to this? Armor will not apply. Okay. Ouchies. Yeah. Magic's a bitch. <laughs> Gashana, you still have one of these troglodytes on you. Yeah. You have killed its friend. It uh, It's not really into this that much <laughs> it's it's a having second thoughts for sure yeah but it's still there it's still thinking about hitting you with a big with a big bone <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna try to punch this guy again all right let's do it hack and slash it's another six wait don't you roll not strength when you're attacking with your weapon i know i do but i'm stunned so it's oh. a true roll Bummer. I'm really good at summoning it and not really great at using it. And that so that, that tr- follows. That, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm at 12 experience though. Jesus <laughs> Christ! You don't even feel this crack. You are unconscious. Rao, you see this troglodyte dragging Gashana down this mudslide area. He begins holding her face underwater. Oh, Christ. No, I mean, I'm going to sprint and try to just tackle this thing. And, well, it's, she's, is she obviously unconscious? Uh, she's not moving. Okay. She might even be dead already. Well, just the same. I don't, I want to be able to grab her. So, like, tackling it is not the best way to do this. I am still, though, going to sprint and attempt to dive and just grab her and pull her away from him does that make sense like dive into the water and get her okay does that fo- does that follow does yeah that yeah sense? you're trying to jump into the water and drag gashana with you away from this thing right right yeah yeah yeah. um give me a defy danger plus maybe dex because you're like diving into the water and grabbing at the same time kind of situation. Like you're, it's more of a coordination thing. That's, that's how I'm reading it. That's cool. Deck, my decks and my con are the same anyway. So. You're trying to do this by surprise. Yeah, it'd be one of those two. So yeah, whatever. Nope. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Well, you're in the water. Yep. And you grabbed something, mm. but it disappeared in the water. And the last thing you see as you're drifting down river is Kashana's head just underwater. Still, her body up on shore. You know, it's not going to be long. This current moves you quickly down river. Omid. Hey. Three of these critters are scrambling up the bank after you. What do you do? I was booking it back towards the crew. You're running back? Yeah. I'm cool with that. You're probably running back uh, and they're just following you. Great pounding you you reach where you think things were but nothing looks the same (laughs) what what do i 
actually come across. Do I mean, I, you're gonna you're gonna come channel? across what looks like essentially the the mudslide itself. I don't think you would easily be able to see Gashana until you start like climbing your way down there, um, because all of the trees have like collapsed and yeah. stuff as well. Yeah. And these things are still chasing you. So yeah. I I think I am booking it down there though, trying to find. Okay. Like I, that's what I'm worried about now is sure. where are they? Sure. Right. And if you do that, you will definitely see Gashana. Her face is underwater. She might very well be dead. <laughs> Gashana, you. I mean, I guess they aren't even wearing clothes, so I know it's I know it's you very specifically. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not like oh yeah. There's no doubt in your mind, but the doubt is like oh no. I, she's definitely not moving and her head is definitely underwater and you can't yeah. see anybody else around. So yeah, I'm going to try my best to, I'm going to grab her and pull her out of the walk, water as quickly as I can. Yeah. Give me a defy danger plus strength, I think, which is again, just how quickly you're able to do this. I've rolled plus strength way too much. Well, sorry. No, I mean, it's, it, <laughs> it's not like it doesn't follow the fiction. It's just like, fuck me. Yeah, I mean, that's a five. Oof. <laughs> We're not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back to you. Great. Fuck. Rao, you are very swiftly being carried down river. You have seen no sign of Omid either. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm going to spend my gambit to get back to my default which is, uh, tactic, which is reactive. That doesn't really matter. I'm just uh, <laughs> very good. Why? Well, it, it's just um, I should do it now if I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to try to grab onto something and climb back onto onto shore, a, a root or I don't know what else would be hanging into the water. So a root, though that's what we've done every time. It's narratively convenient. Uh, I'm cool with you just doing that. I think that's cool. Now that there's not any like immediate threat to you. That was what I was thinking too. Uh, I'm going to crawl back up onto shore and, and get up onto the, the higher land. Yep. I probably still I probably don't see them at all yet, do I? I've probably been carried too far down. Yeah, you went back around the bend. You probably actually grabbed onto the same tree root that Omid had climbed up. <laughs> I'm going to make my way back upstream. I, I, don't think, I don't think you need to be on me right now. Unless you want me to do something. That's cool. I assume you're running back to the scene where you knew that Gashana was? Yeah. Uh, there's a second figure with their head being held underwater by one of these troglodytes. Oh, Christ. There are two other ones shouting and howling. Ra, what do you do? Well, yeah, what can I What can I do but get down there and try to... You said there are two troglodytes holding them underwater now? There's one troglodyte holding Omid's head now underwater as well. Uh, and then there are two, right? Because there were three that were chasing Omid. And so then there are two who are just like standing there kind of like shouting encouragement and probably turn to face you as you run onto the scene. Cool. I'm just going to try to pull this one off of Omid. I'm going to that's my main prerogative here. Yeah, cool. Um give me a probably just the defy tangible strength, I think. That's a 10. Woo. <laughs> I mean, I think you are conscious enough, right? Like you were kind of vaguely struggling like you were just extra stunned you know so it took you a little bit but after this like these hands like are pulled back away from you uh you were probably able to act what do you do gashana's fine right there she's doing great 
I'm sorry, Ryan. It was like if I had to run all the way back. No, like, no, 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 yeah. no. I it makes sense that you would save him first anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're close to us, right? Like, oh yeah. I mean, he had to basically run past these other two in order to get. It's they're going to be the immediate threat. I think Omid is desperate and scared. Uh, well, worried, and I think he acts quickly and kind of rashly. Uh, he basically just holds out his hand and kind of like crushes it in, like the uh, like bringing all the fingers in, and from their shadows just rise out a scorpion tail that just stings them all. In the, stings two of them in the leg is what I'm gonna try and go for. Black magic, it. I like it. Obviously, you're going for yeah. two targets once you get there, but... Yeah, I'll just roll it. Let's just see what happens first. I'm already stunned, so it's just an 11. Yep. So yep. you're doing two targets, which is a minus... Minus one damage. There it is. Okay. I probably still need to take reach, I'm guessing. So I'll probably I'll take reach and two okay. targets. I'm cool with that. You didn't roll a one. I rolled a two, though, so one damage total. Yeah. It's at least going to sting him. In, invisibly, imperceptibly. Rao, what are you doing? Pulling Kashana, like just grabbing her feet and just yanking her out of the away from the water. Cool. I'm into you just doing that. Um, you might have to. Uh, well, you probably are getting attacked by one of these things. Okay. Okay. Take the worst of two d six. Okay, I'm gonna use my counterattack move. That's when I'm attacked in melee. That's tight. And then we'll it was see probably it. the one that you pulled off of Omid, which was not the one that you struck because I was picturing you striking the other two. So that that all follows to me. Yeah. Cool. And then we'll we'll narrate this how after I roll. Cool. That's a seven. Okay. So on a seven, I I parry the attack. So I think that I've grabbed Gashana's legs and just kind of yanked her unceremoniously out of the water. As I as I roll out of the way of this thing's attack. And that's not really parrying, I guess, but I, I don't know how to, you know. Is that good enough? You guys think I should do more? Yeah, no, I think I think the parry would have been like, you know, you knew it was going to happen. That's what so I was prepared thinking. for it. I think that makes perfect sense. Like, so you probably just deflect it off of your arm guard or, or with your, you know, you still have your bill hook out. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's cool with me. Um, Gashana, go ahead and give me a defy ninja plus con. Let's see how fucked up you were. 13. You're fine. You like cough up some water. <laughs> I'm probably still gonna give you sick. Yeah. Uh, at least for yeah, a little yeah, while. Yeah. Just because you're gonna be spitting up water for a while, but I think that's the, that's it, you know, and that'll clear itself pretty quickly. Omid, we're back to you. So I think the attack also more than anything maybe gave Omid an opening to get to it, scramble to his feet. Yes, definitely. Grab his short sword. I think he looks over to Rao and sees the kind of defensive stance he's taking. I think he's going to try and mirror that and I think especially try and help Gashana by by uh making sure she doesn't get attacked while she's still coughing up water. You're going for a defend? Cool. Let's roll it. Cool. I rolled box cards as a 13. I have 3 hold on my defend. Fantastic. Rao, I guess we're we're back at you. All right, I got to change tactics. Okay. So that I can I can move on to the aggressive That's a 10. You're consistently kicking ass at changing tactics. I love it. So I've, and how this has all gone is I've I uh, deflected that attack from the troglodyte nearest us, 
and then I stand up immediately and I'm gonna sweep out and try to try to slash at both of these guys as they're yeah. um, attempting to get at Omid. Yeah, I'm into it. Roll hack and slash. That's an eight. Cool. You're gonna hit them. Roll your damage on both of them, but then this other one's gonna hit you because cool. it's also still standing there. That's two damage. And then what's what's the damage for the other one? To me. Uh, worst of two d six. One damage after yep. stuff. These two that you actually had swept against, they're they're looking pretty haggard. They have big gashes across their back. They're going to dive into the water. Are you guys doing anything about that? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, so it's the three of you. There's one left. I assume you're all kind of back up to your feet. It probably starts backing up. Omid gives Rao a nod and like takes kind of like a false lunge with his, with his short sword. I'm going to give you a plus one forward against them. I love that. Cool. So he kind of si- begins to sidestep, and I'm going to, as he moves into it, I'm just going to stick him in the ribs. Give me this last hack and slash. <laughs> Why you got to curse it like that? <laughs> yeah, that's a five, but on a six minus, I still do my damage. I love it. Roll your damage. Six damage. You are going to kill this thing. Show me what that looks like. Oh, shit. You give me a plus one, right? Yeah. Oh, do you have Gambit to spend? I have one I have one Gambit. I can, oh. make, I can make it a seven. So oh, cool. Let's, let's back up all the way. Okay. I think yeah. it'll just simplify this situation a writ, little writ bit. large, yeah. too. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So you're hitting a seven. You're still getting five damage on him. You're still killing it. Let's do it. Okay. So he bega- he's, he sidesteps the feint from Omid, and I lunge with the bill hook and get him in the ribs, and he just drops. Cool. Yeah, I think it's the last defiant, like, it throws its axe at you as the the last breath leaves its lips. You're going to take another worst of 2d6. And I get in the way. Yep. You're just taking it to yourself? Yep. Are you having it as well? Because I think you have two to spend. Yeah, right? I do. Yeah, yeah let's do so it. I'll do that. So it's <laughs> half of worst of 2d6. Not bad that I did it. So yeah. it's a four. Half that, it's two damage. Yep. Armor applies, but I assume you don't have any. No, sir. Yay! Woo, we did it! I got a gambit from that, and I moved back to my reactive stance. <laughs> Nobody cares, but just what, that's what happened. I had the thought before I left my apartment tonight that statistically I could not roll as badly as I did last Friday, and I was fucking wrong. <laughs> statistics does not give a shit. I had a I had a bounce in my. I, we defy statistics, I guess. I had a bounce in my step, just like, oh, tonight's gonna go so much easier than last time. It's gonna be great. We just play a lot, I think, and so yeah, yeah, pockets. I, I, yeah. I burn all through my good rolls and Brian's stupid fucking games. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Brian. You hear that, Brian? I love you, Brian. I'm cutting this out. It doesn't matter. You don't have to pretend. <laughs> 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 oh, good. Uh, oh.
There it is. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>